Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction teacher trainer, coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share life-changing wisdom about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law to build a foundation for bigger and bolder manifesting results. It is time to create the life you deserve, and with Solara's help, you will. And the very warmest of welcome once again to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Starr. I help you master your manifestations and your life. And it feels really good to be back with you once again, sharing lots of wisdom that I've gathered along the way very enthusiastically to be able to share with you how to overcome some of your law of attraction blocks, how to expand your consciousness and how to lead your best life, because we all know that life can be a little bit tricky and challenging at times. And that's not me being negative, Nancy. That is fact. But having tools like the law of attraction tools can help us to navigate through those challenges, come out the other end stronger, wiser, and with raised vibrations to be a magnet for everything we desire and more. How does that sound? <laughs> oh, sounds amazing, doesn't it? I think, oh yeah, I'll have a little bit of that. So it's really great to be with you today. And I was putting some thought to our journey today with this podcast and what I would be sharing. And it was really interesting because I was having a conversation with my partner and we were talking about food. And it never, ever occurred to me back in the old days that food would play such a major role on our attractor point. And that's why I thought, actually, the law of attraction and food is probably one of the most important conversations that we can have, because food absolutely affects our vibration more than we know. Now, I could go down many, many rabbit holes with this one. So I'm going to do my best to stay contained within this um, subject, because a bit like a tree, there's many, many branches for us to explore. But when I first started my law of attraction journey around about 2006, can't believe it's, is it like 17 years ago, maybe a bit more? I would never, ever have anticipated that the idea of food played such a major role in my manifesting at all. There I was back then, eating bacon sandwiches, drinking coffee like there was no tomorrow, putting three heaped teaspoons of sugar in my coffee, eating cakes and pastries and pasta, and Marmite on toast, which I have to say, I did enjoy the Marmite on toast. Very, very little water. And as I look back, I think, yes, I was so tired back then, so tired and so depleted and definitely wasn't jumping out of bed like a ninja in the morning. Yeah, I had a lot, a lot of energy because I was younger, but Still not really the amount of energy I could have had had I have known what I'm going to be sharing with you. Now, remember the law of attraction works on energy. It's all feelings. It's all energy. And the energetic frequency we are emitting attracts to us that of which is the same. So if I'm feeling low, tired, irritable, what do you think I'm going to attract back to me? Or what do you think I'm going to see in my world as a result of my point of attraction. Yep, you guessed it, more of the same. So it took a major life event to really bat me around the head and get my attention on this one. 
I don't know if you've ever noticed that the universe shakes you up to wake you up, right? Well, the universe had been shaking me for a while. And I think there was some kind of being up in the sky that went, right, Roger, get the baseball bat out. We really need to get her attention. <laughs> I don't know why it's called Roger, but never mind. Um, so anyway, it really did get my t- attention. So in 2015, I got sick. But I got very, very sick. Now, bearing in mind, I'd already been doing this work since 2006. A lot of people will say, you know, having done all this work, I should be X, Y, and Z. It didn't work like that for me. I noticed that there were loads of things I wanted to manifest and I wasn't able to manifest them yet. I noticed that I was getting some things that I wanted, which was nice, but other things that I got, they would come, but they would be very diseased. So it wasn't a very easy journey. Everything felt like it was hard work. And in order to maintain the dream, you know, my nervous system was just fried having to work every single hour God sent my relationships, even though I'd come a long way, was still needing a fair bit of work. And of course, my body basically was trying to get my attention for a long, long time. So for those of you who don't know about the mind-body connection, it's really, really important part of the law of attraction journey. Anything unresolved emotionally, our body then starts to take the flack, if you like. It tucks it away somewhere in the body, whether it's in the tummy, whether it's in the mind, whether it's in the knee, whether it's in the ovary, whatever it might be, our body starts to hold the unresolved emotional energy because it hasn't had a way in order to process it. So our body starts to go into dis-ease and mine had been going into dis-ease for quite some time. It wasn't until I got ill that I realized, actually, as I reflect back, there was a huge amount going on. So at this point, 2015, I could barely walk. My brain fog, oh my God, I, I don't know if you have ever had brain fog yourself, but it's really not a, not a nice journey. It's like you're in the middle of a conversation and you don't even know why you're there, let alone what you're going to say. And I just felt everything was just very, very heavy all the time. I was unable to string a sentence together. And at this point, my anxiety was absolutely through the roof. Despite having stopped smoking in 2012, I'd been smoking like, gosh, I don't know, 20, 25 cigarettes a day. So I'd been getting warning signs as early as 2009. And it wasn't until 2015. That's when I got the big old bat um, around the head, metaphorically speaking, of course. And my anxiety, I could barely take my daughter to school. I felt absolutely horrendous. Just taking her to school, it was almost like you're putting me in a den of lions. That's how horrendous it felt. Now, bear with me. There's a reason why I'm telling the story. It's not to make the show all about me. It's to help illustrate a point and some of which you may be able to relate to. Or you might know somebody else that could do with this information. You might be thinking because many people are becoming sick right now. So I didn't know, well, I didn't connect to how the dis-ease, notice I'm saying dis-ease in my body, would affect my manifestations. You know, I was working with clients at that time, and I could barely keep my eyes open in some of my sessions. And I knew at that point that something major was wrong. Something was happening. But at at that point, I don't, you know, if you have experienced it, you'll realize that it's very difficult to connect the dots because... A lot of this wisdom wasn't available to me back then. I've really had to figure out a lot of the stuff that I share with you the hard way. And I'm grateful because it means I can save you some time, hopefully. But at that point, I was in and out of the doctors with all sorts of diagnosis. 
One said I had a Morton's neuroma. I thought, what the hell is that? And he said, well, that's something runners get. I thought, mm, yep, I haven't run since school. I try and avoid it at all costs if I can. So definitely that didn't uh, ring true. Then I went to another doctor. They said I had a ganglion on my hand. I had a really swollen joint and they said it was a ganglion. So I did a bit of a Google and I was like, okay, you just smash it with a Bible and it dissipates. Great. There I was smashing it with a Bible and it did nothing but irritate it even more. Nothing dissipated. So I went back to the doc- doctor for a second opinion. And indeed they said it wasn't a ganglion, by which time a couple of years had passed, right? So I was getting really poorly. This was leading up to 2015, actually. It was 2015 I got diagnosed. So this journey that I'm speaking about now was kind of between 2009 and 2015. Very slow, different kind of things that that were happening. And I really felt like I was going around in circles, not really making any headway. And it was absolutely frustrating because if you're in the UK, as great as the National Health Service is for many with this particular experience of mine, it was really, really frustrating because it felt like nobody was really getting to the bottom of it. I was just being sent off in all these different directions. None of them really uh, resonated that that what, what the problem was. And eventually I got diagnosed, went private in the end. I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I was... 38 or something like that. My maths is horrendous. I probably wasn't 38, but it was around that. I was very, felt very young. And it was age 42. I had a major operation, which I can speak about later. So it must've been a good four years in. So yeah, that's about right. Um, And I started working with naturopaths and homeopaths. I mean, I'd always been into homeopathy anyway, but I really, you know, dialed up Um, my wisdom on all of this. And I went on a very painful, but very, very enlightening journey. And I realized that actually through the stresses of my early years, some of you who have listened to my shows before will know that I had a a very traumatic uh, early start to life. And that in itself put me in fight or flight from a very, very young age. And that coupled with never, ever being educated on eating well at all, And, you know, my parents did the best they could. So this isn't about blame. We just didn't have any money. So it was very, very basic food. The inside of my body was really struggling. It was malnourished. I was having all sorts of symptoms which would point to leaky gut syndrome. And from a very, very young age, I've suffered from severe anxiety. So a lot of that was to do with what I was fueling my body with. And I'll get on to how this makes how this fits in with the law of attraction. But with my journey with the naturopaths, I started to learn and explore food. And I started to notice the effects that food had on my body. And that's when I realized just how powerful the vibration of the right foods can either raise you up and the vibration of the wrong foods can bring us down. Now, when I say right or wrong, everybody's body type is completely different. So this is not doctor's advice whatsoever. This is just my experience and an invitation for you to potentially explore something that could be the difference that makes the difference in your life. It was a game changer for me. Some foods, my joints would scream at me. Other joints would make me feel calm. Some foods would send me into a state of anxiety. Other foods would make me feel more peaceful. And it was really into a very slow journey, I might add. So I'm just like, you know, I'm not painting this picture that, oh, yes, I'll just have this and I feel fine. It, it, it was a, a long process. But I started to realize that actually my rheumatoid arthritis was a, an absolute gift to me. 
It was the ultimate call of self-love. Now, for those of you who have listened to my podcast ongoing and follow me on Facebook and Instagram and do some of my events, you'll know that I believe powerful manifestations come from us returning to the vibration of love because there's two teachers in the universe, the teacher of fear and the teacher of love. The teacher of fear will tell us that we can't do it, that we're not good enough, fill us with doubt, anxiety, depression, blame, guilt, you name it. The teacher of love will say, well, what if you are good enough? The teacher of love will nurture us and love us back to health. The teacher of love will be our cheerleader and fiercely loyal and, and send us on a journey that will help us to learn to love ourselves inside and out. So with regards to the vibration of food, I'd realized my whole life I'd been put into a program or born into a program rather um, that was quite the opposite of that. And I now had the opportunity through this teacher to return back to the vibration of love and learn how to look after myself and love myself on deeper levels than ever before. And as I started to clean up my diet, and this was a long journey, okay, this, this is small changes. If I had have tried to have done all of this overnight, I wouldn't have been successful. I would have felt like I was failing because it was something that needed to be done organically. And as I was ready to integrate some of the wisdom and embody it into my life. But I did start to notice that I started to feel more energized. I started to feel more positive. I started to laugh more. I started to relax more. So nothing prepared me for the impact that the dietary changes would have on my life, let alone my manifestations. And that's when I started to connect the dots between the two. Because previously, I would feel tired, irritable, uh, low mood, anxious. Now, how on earth are we going to be able to create a sound and strong, solid foundation for high vibrational manifesting when the essence of our being is in so much pain and dis-ease. Now, you know, you might be thinking, well, I don't have this pain and dis-ease, but you also may get something from this podcast because no matter where we are on the spectrum of the, on the vibrational scale, if you like, we, there's always one thing that can help us to move up to the next level. So you don't have to be like I was at one time on a family holiday in a wheelchair. You don't have to be in that absolute dire state in order to listen because the universe brings us information like this that you're listening to, to help us give little clues along the way. The difference was I didn't listen and my body had to really belt me one in order to get my attention. So when I started to omit certain foods that didn't suit my body type and certainly were filled with pesticides, like say, for example, back then I was a meat eater and the meat that I was eating wasn't high vibrational meat. It was low vibrational, cheaper meat from the supermarkets, filled with antibiotics, filled with hormones, the animals slaughtered inhumanely. So cortisol rushing through their little veins as they died, and that meat was diseased meat. Then we're ingesting that meat into our body and taking on some of the energetic frequency of the animal, its life and its suffering. Now, I'm very much into 
I'm an animal advocate, right? So this is what I meant at the beginning of the show. I can't go down all these different branches, but safe to say it's one of the best decisions I ever made in every single area, one of which was how my body then started to heal. Now, I'm not for one minute saying that omitting meat is was the answer to the whole of my journey. I sourced for a short period of time some very, very high quality meat, albeit it was expensive, but it was high quality knowing that the animals had been looked after for most of their life. I still don't advocate it, right? So I I just want to make that really clear. I don't see that there's any need to eat animals, but that's a a topic of another conversation. And just for the purpose of this podcast today, we're talking about the energetic frequency of what we ingest will literally be absorbed by us physically and, and emotionally and energetically will emit that frequency. And then the same can be said, let's just say, let's use the example of an apple. So an apple that has been mindlessly grown with loads of pesticides and not really good, wholesome soil that it can flourish in and maybe not not the most loving energetic environment, which is another branch we can go down because it has been proven that actually plants and food do react to the vibration that they are surrounded by. Let's just say that particular apple ingesting that, the pesticides that are that are in the very tissues and the cells of that apple, we are ingesting into our body. So a lot of this is what I guess I'm saying is about conscious eating, being really conscious about what you are putting in your body for many, many reasons. But the reason why we're here today, knowing that it absolutely affects your vibration. So when I started cleaning up my act and started eating foods that suited my body, which is different for everybody, I cut out alcohol completely. I stopped smoking and this wasn't overnight. Remember, okay, I don't think, oh my God, I've got such a massive mountain to climb. Not at all. And I started to swap out low vibrational meat for high vibrational meat, low vibrational food, um, like fruit and veg for higher vibrational fruit and veg. So went organic wherever I could. I started to notice a difference. I started to have more energy. I started to feel more positive, more uplifted. I started to feel more in control. And a natural side effect is my body wasn't screaming as loud as what it was. So I knew that I was onto something here. My manifestations started to become more pure. When I say pure, it didn't feel like they were diseased. Like if we try and manifest something in our life and we're feeling diseased in some way or another, whether that be in the mind or in the body, and it doesn't always have to be body. It can be, you know, some people struggle uh, mentally with all sorts of worrisome thoughts, dreading the future. You know, that's a form of dis-ease as well. When our body's in dis-ease of any kind, it's not the most powerful foundation to create a manifestation from. When we are in a state of health and in a state of well-being and a state of clarity and energized, we are way more aligned. Our energetic receptors are picking up on higher vibrational frequencies, which means that our manifestations come to us with a lot more ease, a lot more grace and a lot more flow. And I promise you, you don't have to push as hard. I remember when I used to say my affirmation a good 200 times a day to try and push it and force it and try and make it happen. You will happen. You will happen. You will happen. And yes, it happened, but by God, was it hard work. And when it came, it wasn't easy to maintain or hold on to. 
it just felt like it was tiring. So I'm sure some of you listening to this now, you'll be nodding going, yeah, I feel the same. When we're energetically aligned from within and we look after our mind, our body and our soul, we become a natural magnet magnet, and we really, I said maggot then, didn't I? <laughs> Did you pick up on that? A natural magnet, I thank you, um, for everything that we want and desire. And it does flow to us with a lot more ease and grace. And when it does come, it's way more sustainable. So today, I just wanted to invite you to explore where you could take your own journey to a new level based on the information that I'm giving, or at least start to investigate some things for yourself. You know, we have so much processed food and so much chemicals that come along with all these processed foods. There's no way that we're going to be able to think clearly. There's no way we're going to have the energy to take action to achieve our goals. But like I said, I had more energy and I started to feel so much better around. So the foods I was fueling my body with provided me with energy that I had not felt in a really long time, if ever, actually. So even the colors in fresh foods that we're consuming can start to balance our energy system. And this is where the magic really starts to happen in our law of attraction practice. So like I said, I became happier. I became a lot happier. I'm still on the journey now. It's interesting, just before this podcast, I've just been making some homemade coconut yogurt. And I tell you what, it's it's been a really interesting process because I'm really learning how to look after myself on deeper levels. So there is, it's been proven that we have a second brain in our gut. And what we fuel our gut with directly affects our levels of dopamine, and serotonin, but also our levels of cortisol and adrenaline. So dopamine and serotonin are the the hormones that make you feel really good and uplifted and happy and at peace. And cortisol and adrenaline, the ones that flood your system and send you into fight or flight and just leave you feeling stressed out. Of course, in order for us to really vibrate on a high frequency, we want to consume foods that create that impact in our gut, the receptors in our gut that affect these hormones get turned on, depending on the food we're eating, of course. And that's when we start to notice the effect it has on our emotions and how we feel mentally. My emotions were up and down and all over the place. And I found a direct correlation between the food I'd consumed and how I was feeling emotionally and mentally. And it does take real awareness to really tune into your body. So I invite you to work with somebody that you feel has some wisdom that could help you with your next step of the journey. But what I started noticing with this newfound energy and clarity, I was able to call things that were on my vision board with a lot more ease. I didn't have to push and force anymore. Everything just flowed. And I allowed myself to be in a state of allowing. I'm allowing everything to just be as it comes to me. I'm shining brightly. It's a beautiful song by Alexia Chilin. I I invite you to record, um, download that. It's a beautiful song. But that's what it felt like. It felt like I didn't need to do all of these foundational law of attraction practices anymore. I was ready to go to mastery. And the very fact of you being here today, listening to this wisdom, the universe is giving you an answer to potentially 
what could be standing in the way of your next level as well. So I love having these beautiful conscious conversations and taking a deeper dive into all the elements of the law of attraction. And I'd be very, very interested to know how this information has resonated with you today, or even if you have any questions about this, very, very important question time. And of course, as always, please give me a like and a follow because that does help the podcast to reach new people. And I want to reach as many people as I can with this wisdom. And reach out if you would like to join in on my 5D manifesting course. Some people don't know what 5D is. I had somebody say, oh, what's 5D? This is master manifestation. It's a one-year container. We meet 90 minutes a month. If you want the VIP program, you can get access to a WhatsApp group where I'm very active every day answering your personal law of attraction questions. And the reason why it's a whole year long is because I'm going to be taking from the beginning stages of manifesting all the way through to mastery with loads of different tips, tools, and techniques along the way. And it's already buzzing and it'd be great to have you there too. Anyway, for now, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you enjoyed the show today and I look forward to connecting with you either here or on another platform sometime soon. But in the meantime, take care of yourself and sending you lots and lots of love. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with great insights into the law of attraction. In the meantime, please visit solarastar.com.